Welcome to Abiding in Hope, a production of St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Marianne Jepson, co-host along with Father John Sims Baker of the show. So great to have you with us today. As always, it's great to have you with me, Father Baker. It's great to be here, Marianne. I thought I'd switch it up and not ask you how you're doing. Oh, okay. That you're free. You are free. I, I am free to ask you. You are free to okay, do that. How you are you free. doing? No, no. I mean, you're free oh. to switch it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Free right. to switch it up. Let's do it. Okay, there we well, go. how are you anyway? I'm finer than a frog's tail, Okay, Marianne. somehow I knew that. And that's mighty fine. <laughs> and that's mighty fine. All right, well, you know, there's certain things we just have to get out of the way first. It seems like we talk about frog's hair before we pray on the show, and I'm not <laughs> sure that that's a good idea, but we do get to it. So the Lord, I think, has mercy on us. We need it. Okay, well, let's just pray. How let's about pray. That? <laughs> In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we praise you and bless you and glorify you today. And we lift up to you um, everything in our hearts in great trust and confidence, knowing that you are a loving Father, and you desire better for us than certainly the world can give and that we even hope for for ourselves. We ask that you would give us the grace to live in this confidence as your children and to come to you with our needs and to have hope in your fidelity that you will take care of us. And we ask all these prayers through your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we also ask for the loving intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray together, Hail Mary, Hail Mary full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord, the Lord is, is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, Father, I love that prayer. Um, you talked about confidence, that we would have the confidence, we would have hope, and it's all in Christ's fidelity when we bring our needs to him. And we are so blessed on this show because we have a lot of people who send in questions, and we've got some great questions for today's show. And these are people who have, you know, trials in life or questions in life, whatever it is, and um, uh, they're bringing them to us, but I guess we're the instruments of maybe some of God's hope. That's what the show is about, is abiding in hope, and and certainly through you um, being there in the presence of Christ um, to our listeners and all. I, I greatly appreciate that. And so uh, the confidence and the hope that comes through the words through your mouth, I'm not not so much maybe through my. I don't Marianne, know. say three nice things about yourself. Right I, you now, did. But. You tried to. I know you did that to me one other show. I'm like, but you know that whole idea of confidence. It's one of the parts of the spiritual doctrine of Saint Therese that I love so much, and she uses this example in her autobiography of the spiritual elevator. She says, "Don't take the steps." Take the elevator, which beautiful? means let mm. Jesus just pick you up, mm-hmm. you know, and so have that confidence uh, in in Him, and that's one of the great lessons of her spiritual doctrine. That I think it's it's really hard for us to do, to let go of control enough to just be picked up, <laughs> isn't it? The truth, <laughs> but that's our hope yeah. is Him. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then you think just like maybe when we feel like we have a, a few wings or that that elevator is taking us up, then we get smacked down by some <laughs> other thing in life, right? But then we usually find thing, it, I another. think it's, it's our, if you look back, it's, it's then like letting that self-reliance creep back in. Yeah. You know? that, yes. That when, when we just will surrender. Give it to the Lord. Right. Give it to the Lord. Take the elevator. Don't take the steps. I know that's not good uh, from the health point of view, but spiritually, <laughs> it's good advice, spiritual advice. Yeah. Take the elevator. Yes. Yeah, so the one is for the body and the other is for the soul, <laughs> there right? You go. Okay. Right. Steps for the body. You can body. take the steps for, for yeah. work or whatever, right. but, but, okay. but spiritually, take the elevator. Yes. And park your car at the farthest spot, not the, <laughs> not the closest. Okay. Enough of that. So we are very happy to have this question from Debbie. And here's what it, it says. Hi, Marianne and Father. I just discovered your radio show and look forward to going back and listening to the archive programs. Thank you, Debbie. That's very nice of you. My question is short and not simple. Why is it the person you are supposed to love the most in life is the hardest one to show grace to? So often I find it easier to be kind to strangers than I do to my own husband. Can you offer some ideas on how to be more appreciative and caring amidst all the little things that drive me crazy? Well, I would say to that question, why is it the person you were supposed to love the most is the hardest one to show grace to? Uh, I think maybe the answer to that is the devil. Oh, <laughs> yes. um, because he's always trying to take us away from the real and substitute what's not real or not as real. You know, it's very, very easy to have, you know, to sort of be loving, especially if we have sort of a sentimental idea of what loving is about, you know, people who live on the other side of the world or something like that. But the person that, like in this case, you know, you're sharing a bathroom with yeah. <laughs> and things like that, that like, why does he keep doing, you know, whatever you say with your teeth clenched. Exactly. <laughs> the, uh, but, but partly that's true. It's because, that's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. Whereas the people on the other side of the world, it's very easy to forget about them or this or that or the other. They don't notice. They don't say anything back. They don't mess up your life, your world, take your time, whatever like that, only to the extent that you you let them. So there's a sort of a sense of unreality about that. But But right where we are, and especially in a relationship, as you mentioned, Debbie, about your husband, you know, I mean, that is something that not only is he just right there, he is a person to whom you have committed your life in the sacrament of holy matrimony. And so that's your vocation. And you've received this sacrament in order, you know, to live that. So that'd be the one thing I would say to you, like we were talking again about the elevator, don't try to do it by yourself. You know, if you think you're always going to be nice and kind and forgiving and thoughtful and all these kind of things, forget it. You're not going to be, okay? But he can be, and he is, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the more we can surrender and abandon ourselves to him and just let him do it and tell him he's going to have to do it. So, Lord, I am not feeling kind right now, or I'm not feeling forgiving right now, or I'm not whatever, that you're going to have to do this. That's that kind of boldness that we see like in St. Therese, that it's kind of to just go to the, say to the Lord and say, I can't do this, you're going to have to. And and that's what we have to So we can't settle 
with being, you know, well, I'm, you know, I'm only human or something like, have you ever heard that excuse? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or used it. But, you know, you have to remember like the blessed Virgin Mary was only human, (laughs) you know, and, you know, she was always, you know, and, and, and if you think about her life too, where was most of her life lived? Almost all of it in these very ordinary situations at home, you know, with St. Joseph, with Jesus in this little town, you know, doing all these ordinary things. And that's where she lived out this perfect love perfectly in all these ordinary ways. And so that I think that's what we're we are called um to do is is to is to kind of get you know get real. Your love is in the details. Um and 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 it's in the the present moment. It's not later or down the road or someday or it's just right here right now and and the one of the things we can remember about love is we can actually always do it you know we live in a culture that's very and i'm sure you run into this a lot in your in your profession confusion about what love is mm-hmm. you have these ideas mm-hmm. sort of very sentimental ideas of what of what love is very emotionally charged ideas about what love is, whereas love is more than anything else, sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know that's so really that's really what love so is true. is is living for the good of uh, of an of another. And so, you know, sometimes we have these unrealistic ideas about love itself. If it means being you know super sweet all the time, like a you know like a walking greeting card or something like that, <laughs> or and always feeling upbeat and happy and this and that. Well, yeah, that's not realistic, and we can't always do that. And so we could, you know, sort of have our cop out, you know, and sort of say, well, I'm only human. But when we have this idea that love is actually sacrifice, sacrificial love, you know, you know, seeking and doing the good of another uh, for the love of God, is um, then we can always do that. No, no one can stop you from loving. You know, and maybe if you, if you're a stubborn person, sort of like I am, maybe that's a good attack to take. Say, just say maybe to your husband, "You can't keep me from loving you." <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can you can leave but, the t- but you're trying awfully yeah, yeah, hard. <laughs> you can leave the top off the toothpaste. Yeah. Uh, you can do that, but I'm still gonna love you. You know, or whatever. The, the, and uh, uh, just try. You know, and uh, and 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 that. And and to have that attitude, you know, of what is this, this the loving thing I'm being called on to? And that's not being a, a doormat. It's the absolutely the complete opposite of that. It's really being who you are called to be. Saying, I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be that person. Yeah. That's saint-making, isn't it? Yeah, and that's where the saint-making is. It's not mm-hmm. in some abstract thing. Oh, right. I'm going to go and like do some huge penitential act or, you know, do some great work or something like that. It's sure. It's, it's I'm going to do grit. Yeah. And I'm going to do it lovingly and generously and kindly. And, and when I mess up, I'm just going to bounce right back and get it right the next time or whatever, you know, that mm-hmm. that's absolutely what it is. So you've really, Debbie, this is a, just a great, great question. You know, it's about, you know, that really understanding of what it, what it means to be holy. Being holy is not something, you know, abstract and grandiose, but very, very real, right where we are. 
So. And you know what I'm thinking, Father, is I'm hoping that when Debbie set, sent this in, she changed her name because her, what if her husband's listening? And he's like, <laughs> well, I, I didn't know she felt that way. I think we probably have more than one Debbie <laughs> yeah, listening to this show. So. <laughs> At least probably I hope we do. So. Um, you know, um, one time I remember talking with a funeral director who said that uh, they they have um, – Funeral services for dogs, for pets, you know, and and he said to me, you know, sometimes we see people in here who really ha- go more out, or they cry more. They're they're um, they're sadder about losing an animal, a pet, than they are about losing a spouse or something like that. And he asked me, "Do you know why that is?" And I said, "Well, of course, because your pet just loves you unconditionally all the time." And for the rest of us, you know, with other humans, it's a little bit more difficult on the day-to-day to really feel that love. We may have that love, but to feel that love is something that, you know, um, and you mentioned bathroom. You didn't have to share the bathroom with it. You know, <laughs> there may be other things. The dog yeah. may chew your shoes or may do the bathroom and not in the bathroom, um, but um, those things are somehow more forgivable, it seems, with the animal that you don't expect to know better on a consistent yeah, basis that's or a, to have concerns. You that's know. a great point, Marianne, that, that I think that, you know, that really our Holy Father calls us to a great deal is is this idea of really looking and dealing with the people, with people as people and loving them. Uh, for the love of Jesus Christ as Jesus Christ, um, letting them see Jesus Christ in us as well, you know, and 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 that's true of every person in every any circumstance, whatever they are. And there's so many opportunities for that. I think we really do, um, you know, the you know, as the Holy Father talks about, you know, like the 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 throwaway kind of culture, and especially people kind of being, you know, thrown away and. You don't have to go very far to find somebody who could really use your love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, in very very simple ways, or maybe very demanding ways. And you know, I can think of so many people who you know, have a, have simply just abandoned themselves to that in a great sense. Of, you know, just sort of thrown themselves into that. And from a worldly point of view, it looks sort of crazy. But their lives are so rich and full in in seeking. Like I just want to help. I just want to love. I just want to serve. Mm-hmm. And and if we can ever turn that corner, then you'll never be disappointed because you can always do those things. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've always got to be in control, or if you've always got to be the boss, or if you've always got to be this or that or the other, you're going to be very frustrated. It's going to be, yeah. But if be you it. say, I always want to be the servant, you are going to be able to succeed, you know, because <laughs> nobody's going to fight you for that, you know? And that's taking the elevator to heaven, not yeah. the steps, too, if you want that. Yeah. There's steps and elevator involved in that one. Yeah. But it's yeah. just so true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's liberating. It's liberation. Mm-hmm. Um. And and to be able to you know to do that and, and it's and it's real holiness it's real. There's a funny story about Saint um, Philip Neri, who's one of my favorite saints, uh, Counter Reformation saint. Lived in the city of Rome. One time he was sitting out there was a 
I think the superior of some women's religious community and he has this great reputation for holiness and people were flocking out there. And so I guess some of the church of St. Philip said, go out and check this out and let us know what, you know what's going on out there. And he went out and he walked in and here was the superior or whatever. And he just looked at her and said, wash my feet. And she said, what? Wash your feet or whatever. And he went right back to Rome and said, she's not holy. Because oh. <laughs> she refused that chance she, to serve. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because that's the very right. act in which Jesus demonstrated his new commandment mm-hmm. of love, to love one another in washing mm-hmm. his disciples' feet. I love how you handle this program and your answers because you're always so, um, you take us to that realm where it's it's above and beyond, uh, you know, the it's where we really need, to, it's aspirational, you know? Yeah. And so often I just... I just give like these practical things, right? <laughs> no, you know, these little pra- tools along the way. But and these I, are I practical the questions. Oh, real- yeah. But yeah, when yeah, you yeah. really realize yeah. that, that life is a great adventure, even the ordinary yeah. sort of thing, yeah. maybe especially the ordinary sure. thing, this is an adventure. This is the adventure of my life mm-hmm. yeah. that God has set before me. And I'm going to embrace it. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I am going to love. You can't make me not love. <laughs> yeah. But I need God. I need uh, God course. every moment of every day, especially when I've put, I'm put to the challenge of love because it's not something I can necessarily do alone. So in those moments when you're feeling so completely frustrated or all, that's where we have to stop and we have, have to ask God for love. There's a lot of other things that, you know, we could go into with this question as well about conflict resolution skills and all sorts of things like that. Stop at that moment and call on God when you're really feeling frustrated. Say a quick prayer. There's also things that the diocese offers that can be of help too if you're really having problems with communication or whatever. There's marriage encounter. If things have really gotten to uh, a point where you need more help than um, than that, there's retrovi, which is very good. Um, that is the French word very for rediscovery. Good. And so you could do those um, things as well. There's also things that are right in your parish, Bible study groups and other things that really kind of help you um, along the way. But I guess we'll leave that question there, Father, because we do have more, and I want to uh, reintroduce uh, who we are and what we're doing here. Um we are um, Father John Sims Baker and Marianne Jepson, and this show is Abiding in Hope on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. And we take your questions, and we love to have them. We are so blessed to have you listening to the show. And any kind of things that you might have about life or faith, we are happy to entertain on this show. So send them to abidinginhope.com. You ready for the next question, Father? Sitting on ready, rocking on go. I know what that means now. You've taught me. Okay. (laughs) So this one comes from Amy. And I think this one is a very important question. Um, Is it a sin to date while I'm going through the annulment process? I have been divorced for three and a half years and thinking about dating again, but wondering if I should truly wait to start dating again until the annulment is granted. Thanks. Well, you know, that that's, a, again, one of these questions that uh, – thank you for asking it because I think it's one probably a lot of people oh, yeah. deal with. Um, and I'm going to – if we if you stop and think about what the church teaches about marriage, and, 
actually what the commitment that you made when you were married was for a, a, a lifetime commitment to your spouse, no matter what. That's what the marriage vows say. Um, now, marriages can come down to being in very, very bad places and maybe even you know, completely you know, not living together, maybe not even communicating or seeing one another and this sort of thing. And yet, again, according to that commitment, that, that's what you're still committed to. So, no, you really should not date uh, until there has been a de- decree of nullity uh, of, the, of the former uh, union. Um, and I would just encourage you not to, to even get into that situation that, 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 it's interesting that what you in the, your question you said I've been thinking about it. it sounds like you haven't done it but you've been thinking about it but you're but that's sort of way that that's a that's a mode of temptation actually the devil gets us thinking about things before we do them so I would just tell you stop thinking about it <laughs> and say Lord I don't know quite how I'm going to do this I may be very hurt very lonely. There may be somebody who's maybe showing some attention to me or something like this, but I actually am not free to pursue a relationship with this person. I really am not. And so I, I can't put myself in that occasion of, a, of sin. And so actually, I think by asking the question, you, you really might be putting yourself in a sinful situation to pursue this because it means you're aware of this. <laughs> you're aware of, of, of the question and and so again, not to be harsh or judgmental with you, but I think even by asking the question, you know the answer. You know that you shouldn't be doing this, and I want to encourage you in that. Can I and, ask you a question, Father? Yes. So um, I was one who always, always, always believed that it was a sin that you would date while you until you've had the de- declaration of nullity. However. Doing what I do as a as a Catholic therapist, I see so many people coming into me. I understand these situations. And I think at a certain level within the parishes, meaning whoever the priests are that are there that are preparing, I see people who are coming for marriage and still do not have the declaration of nullity. And I think that that has created a lot of confusion in the pews. It has caused me to see these people coming, and they're confused. So when I look at this question from Amy, I I think I understand where this confusion may come from. No, absolutely. And I, I, okay, and I would okay. agree with you completely. Okay. I think, you know, just like uh, uh, for for people, you know, like Amy, trying to live some of the, the, you know, the tough things that are a part of the gospel, uh, there's things about that that we priests too sometimes shy away from some of the tough things. Mm-hmm. You know, to sit down and talk to somebody and, and maybe have to say to them some of these things, these these harder things, and we maybe punt <laughs> the issue or sort of skirt it or not really bring it forward or just flat out disregard it and tell people just to go ahead. Um, and so, yeah, we are we are sometimes not as faithful uh, to the gospel, especially some of the challenging things as we – and it, I think it does ultimately create confusion. And again, this is the place where we need to abandon ourselves to Christ, you know. Mm-hmm. Is this too hard for me? It might be. 
but it's not too hard for him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it too hard for me to refrain from dating when I'm so lonely? Or is it too hard for me to bear witness to the truth when I really would like to tell people what they would like to hear? <laughs> it might be. Yeah. But, but God promises us the grace if we will trust him. If we'll take the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> to sort of be coming back. Let him pick you up. Because he wants to. Sure. He really, he can and he wants to. And say, just Lord, you do this for me. And I think then also maybe this is a good conversation to have with your priest or your confessor, you know, when you're right. When Absolutely, because it yeah, can inspire before them. Before you get into this, before yes. you get into this, it's it's a good thing to go to them and, and bring this forward. You can say you heard it on this show. <laughs> And that's all right. <laughs> um, sure. Whatever. But but I would have that conversation early on um, in, in confession or whatever. Because you don't want to get yourself in a, in a bind. In a, in a bind. And I've, really seen, I've seen too many binds. So, Father, unfortunately, speaking of being in a bind, uh, <laughs> the clock has has just about put us out. Have you ever been talking too much, Marianne? I, Is that what I, you're I, saying? <laughs> I'll just leave it at okay. the clock is just telling <laughs> we probably have. Anyway, Father, as always, then, would you please send us out with a blessing? Yes. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And send his holy angels to watch over, guard, cherish, and protect you always. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us on Abiding in Hope, and please come back next time, Mondays at 1230 and Sundays at 2 p.m. Send your questions to abidinginhope.com. Until next time, God bless you. Then he